0: Welcome to Witch Police Radio, an interview podcast that focuses on all corners of the Winnipeg music scene. This week, our guests are jazz musicians Keith Price and Jeff Presslath, members of the Keith Price Double Quartet. Perhaps best known for an improvised reimagining of the soundtrack to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, the Double Quartet recently released its fantastic debut album. I listened to the record before doing the interview and I enjoyed it, but after sitting down with Keith and Jeff, it really gave me a better appreciation for what I was hearing, and after repeated listens, it's become one of my favourite albums of the year so far. If you like this podcast, please support it. Go to patreon.com slash police and help us improve the show. Exchange once again in uh, what is this? Uh, studio loft.
1: It's a loft studio. Loft yeah. studio.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> <got> <laughs> studio loft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, we're here uh, to talk about the new album by the Keith Price Double Quartet. So um, I think maybe the best way to talk about it is to just um, find out who we're talking to. So as uh, we usually do, just name an instrument or name an instruments depending on what you played on this record, and then we'll sort of put a name to the voice. So
1: I'm Keith Price. I play guitar.
0: I'm
2: Jeff Presloff and on this record I play keyboards.
0: Cool. And uh, obviously there's six more people Mm -hmm. who are are, out here, so I don't know Mm -hmm. if you want to just name them to sort of…
1: Oh yeah, there's Neil Watson on saxophones, um, uh, Jaime Carrasco on drums, Kevin Waters on drums, Dallas Nenatiafko on keyboards and synth, uh, Julian Bradford on bass, uh, acoustic bass, and Marty Thiessen on electric bass. Cool.
0: And is this the same group you've used for other projects? I mean, I know you had a double quartet for your um, Good, Bad and the Ugly project as well, right? Is this the same group or is it members uh, of the same group?
1: We have two new members, okay. but, but the other six are the same as the uh, Good, Bad and Ugly uh, uh, project from...
0: Was that a double quartet as well? Yes, it was. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. So who um, who's the, who are the new members, I guess, in this and, and uh, why down. did the lineup change?
1: Oh, just, uh, you know, it, it was four years between uh, project runs and... Um, Two of the guys couldn't make it anymore, <laughs> or <they're>, they, they <laughs> yeah. had commitments or whatever. So, yeah. So Kevin Waters is uh, is uh, is new on the drums, and uh, and Dallas is new on uh, on keys. Cool.
0: Okay. One of the things that I've always assumed, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but about jazz players, more so than you know, say someone who's a drummer and typically plays in rock bands or country bands or whatever, is that you seem to be more um, more frequently almost hired guns for for various projects. Versus, you know, you get a guy who's a guitar player, he's usually in a, a band and that's sort of, that's his thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, from what I can tell, just, I mean, from listening to music from outside of Winnipeg as well, as well as here, it seems like there's a lot of people who are in a lot of projects around the city. So, um, how, I don't know permanence is the right word, but what is the permanence of this band? Like, is it is it something that's gonna be constantly changing? Um, you know, are you gonna put anything else after this record? Is it gonna be an ongoing unit or is it sort of just, this is what it is for now, and these group of eight people are gonna play together. Just to kind of put it in context, right? Oh yeah, Uh,
1: yeah, you know, it's probably kind of, it is what it is for now, this is kind of maybe the second lifespan of it, and then, you know, I'll probably put it away after this album for a while, and then if there's an opportunity to do something again, I'll phone the same eight guys. Right, see right. how many, or seven. Obviously, I won't phone myself. Well, you could. <laughs> <laughs> I could. <laughs> but why? <laughs> no, I think you should check with yourself first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you I'm right. into really it. Yeah. I'll follow the other seven, <laughs> right? And then, yeah, and if if I need to, you know, make a replacement, then I'll try to make a right. know, replacement right. in the next, you know, incarnation of it. I guess.
0: So, what is the I guess the time span of this? For now, I mean, I know you have some shows coming up. You have the, uh, at the time we're recording this, you have, you know, the CD is about to come out. Mm -hmm. Um, You have a jazz festival gig. You have um, Rainbow Trout. Yep. And so is there anything else? Is is there a lot of shows kind of booked around this There's nothing after that. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: but we did a Winnipeg show in April uh, where we uh, did the Good, Bad and Ugly again. Right. And then we also did some, some touring and just uh, played some shows out in Edmonton.
3: Okay. okay. So this
1: is kind of like a six month lifespan. We, we recorded in February. So yeah, it's like a six, eight month. Lifespan of the band again.
0: Is that fairly typical? I mean, I guess a question for either of you. For... Actually, it's, it's fairly not typical because usually the lifespan is shorter. Right, oh yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. one, one show, right? right? Or something it's, like that. Yeah. Or one recording, I guess, right? Yeah. One session, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, what, uh, is this just because of the album that you kind of want to make this more of a. Again, I'm not trying to imply that it's a permanent unit, but just more of a thing that, that, that plays more shows, make tours, things like that? Uh, well,
1: yeah it, was, yeah, it was fun to do the album, and then, of course, you want to play, and it was. I wanted to do the good, bad, and ugly thing again just yeah. to, for fun, and so yeah, it just kind of worked out that it's kind of living a, a little bit longer than just a, a one-night-only one thing. Y- yeah, I mean, we
2: usually don't choose for things to be one-night-only. Right, right. Yeah. You know, it's just, just the way of the world, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there are, there are great benefits to keeping a unit together musically. Yeah, sure. I right, mean, it's sure. just, you know, I mean, even if even one... For, with this kind of band, even from one night to the next, yeah. it's you know it's a really sh- sharp increase in empathy and, and ideas. Right.
0: So when, when this yeah. is being performed live, how much of it is, I mean, people are gonna hear the record, they have an idea of what the songs sound like, how much of it changes from night to night? Is there is there a fair amount of... Uh... It's, it's, it would be very, very different, yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, not drastically. Like, all of the, the
1: writing I did was very minimalist. Okay. Uh, each piece is kind of like a seed. Some of them are only four measures long and then you throw it out to eight people and right. you have a conversation and see what happens. So the seeds are all the same, but what it grows into every night could be different.
0: Okay, and has that happened so far too? I mean, it could, Oh yeah, yeah it's definitely. Absolutely. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like one night it, it'll, it'll be hip hop and the next well, night course, it'll be, <laughs> yeah. be, although that could, something like that could happen, you know, but, okay. uh, but so yeah, they sound similar, but they'll, all, they'll always look different. It'll always be organic in the fair moment. Fair enough. Kind of, uh,
0: so how, um, I guess, how did you determine then which would be the version that got recorded? Because I'm sure you've probably gone over this prior to recording it. Or was it just the one? This, that was, that was the <laughs> actually. Well, we did. We, we had a couple of rehearsals. We, we, had, wait, wait, wait. we had one rehearsal. Okay. <laughs> That's right. One
1: rehearsal. And we didn't okay. fully play any of the songs. I mean, okay. we just kind of like looked at the seeds and okay. then in the recording studio, we just we just played. And once we got kind of warmed up, uh, three of the five tracks in the album are the one and only take oh, well, that were so actually cool. done yeah. at all.
0: And how many takes of the other ones? Were there a few that were multiple, or
1: one? One song had three takes. Another song had two takes. And then after that, was just one take only.
0: That's cool. So how do you? Uh, I mean, now that you've kind of had time to live with that version as, as a recorded version, and you've played them more times, like, how do you feel about the way it's developed? So the songs that have kind of maybe changed more drastically than others. Do uh, you kind of wish, like, is there ever a, oh, I should have recorded that version because it has like a, different, a very different feel or, or something about it than? No,
1: no I, I was I was always prepared for it to be uh, as raw as that. Right. Uh, some of the tunes that we recorded that we didn't release, uh, by the time we, we were touring them, they sounded better. And it was, oh, it'd be nice to now record some of the right. other ones. But yeah, maybe that'll be, three. you know, double quartet 3.0. Right,
0: right, yeah. right. So I, I guess I mean like you mentioned that you have uh, the seed of the songs and that's kind of where it starts. But for the, I mean I'm saying for the rest of you, you're the only one here. But right, <laughs> so right. please speak for your uh, sure. fellow musicians. But how, <laughs> what do you do with that then? Like how, how do you how, how do you make your contribution upon hearing what the seed of the song is? And how do you, the rest of you work together to kind of further develop that? Along yeah, the way? well,
2: it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like what we're doing here, right? right. In other words, there's a common language. And, and once you have a topic of conversation, then you kind of know what to say. Right. Or, you, or you, Not that you know what to say, but you know what, you, you know, there's a cloud of possibilities. Sure. And pathways that you could follow. And, and it, a lot of it's quite intuitive, but some of it's quite explicit, right? Like if the groove goes a certain way, yeah. then, you know, what you're used to doing on your instrument in that situation is kind of a, a, a starting point, okay. right? Okay. And if the... If the harmony is configured a certain way, then, you know, that in some sense, you know, that draws certain lines around what you're doing, but it doesn't necessarily constrain, right, you know, what you do from moment to moment. But it's it's like saying, okay, we're you know we're speaking English here, not
0: you know, right, not, not three different languages yeah, right, right. right. But, but you could you could <coughs> you
2: could say, well, the next song we're gonna we're gonna switch to Italian now, right, right, okay, and then and then that would kind of set up a certain set of parameters, and then. Every, everyone in the band is used to doing this. Yeah, they've all Right, so, so it's yeah. not, you know, this is our native way of being. That's your so, first language. right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. in a lot yeah. of ways, right? So, um, so we don't know what's going to happen, but we know, we know, we know, um, we, kind, we kind of have a very strong sense of of what a coherent response is. Okay. okay. Right. although oh, somebody does something, and then something else happens in response to what they do. Well, you know. Like in a good conversation, there, right. there are
1: yeah, it's very much know, a really, conversation instead yeah. of script. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's
2: an interesting example, exactly, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool. So you know, there's a whole whole realm of possibilities that are coherent. Right. And then if it, you know which one one thing follows another, and, and you could end up very far very far from the original right topic because the original
0: topic has yeah. so many branches. That yeah, you can yeah, it's, it's possible for or, sure
3: or or
2: not, right? Right. You know, because like the things that Keith. Rights are very um I want to say they're like informationally dense okay right in other words they're short but there's a lot of stuff that you can pull out of so what know, kind of what kind of stuff a lot of threads, you say, like you can
0: give me an ex- mm-hmm. example I guess of a seed like what would you what do you come into this with that they can then take into a conversation
1: um well what I gave everybody they were just uh, I kind of programmed like drum beats okay. on my computer most of them lifted from um electronic music um and then i would either write a melody or write or think of harmony but mostly i was thinking about melodies and bass lines okay so there'd be like a baseline and there'd be a melody maybe some chords some of them a bunch of them actually most of the things on the album don't really have chords but a bunch of other things that we we you'll hear at the show uh have chords uh in them so it's just like yeah a couple you know there's a melody uh, chord, bass line, just, a, just, you know.
0: It's like you're saying minimalist, right? And so they're, they're sort of yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, and I guess I was also, uh, with, with these ones, I was trying to maybe with half of them and a lot of the ones that went on the album, uh, they're not specifically in a key and they're okay. specifically made to not favor any key. So that way the harmony can be really improvised or whatever. So just kind of showing us, it just shows the band, like, here's a groove, here's maybe a bass line and the notes of that bass line, you know, like, oh, that's not a key. That's kind of a key. And there's kind of another key. Okay. I guess we can do some things with it. Right. You know? And other ones maybe have some chord changes and it's okay. We're not going to be as free with the harmony in this one.
0: Right. So the freer ones open it up for, as you are saying, the different threads of conversation
1: Well, the threads are always happening, but it's just kind of what are, what are their parameters, right. I guess. And I'm just trying to I give them parameters. And so I just made these like little demos and sent them demos. Okay. And I wrote out the music and the demos, and it was a couple, maybe a page or yeah. two. So it's yeah. very,
2: very limited. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, very, very limited. You know, explicit information. Right, but you. But the idea is. Going mm, to be, yeah. But but you know, when, when you when you've got something, I mean, fr- first of all, you know, the guys in the band are are really groovy players. Right. right. So so you give them anything, and it's going to have momentum, and it's going sure. to have kind of energy, right? Um, but then like this. You know and any any particular unit of thing has has you know can, can be cut up and heard in all kinds of different ways, right. and each one of those things can be something that you then develop okay so
0: it's not yeah right right, right. Makes right. Sense. And, yeah.
2: and 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 the other thing that that can happen and which does happen right all the time is and, and i 'm I'm particularly um, Guilty of this is like I, I hear it going a certain way, and I think, well, what's the opposite of that? Okay, and then I do that <laughs> to <laughs> right? kind of throw it in a different direction, right? Way. Right. So now we have the thing and its opposite. Okay. Oh, cool. Right. And now there's this whole negotiation that you can do between those right. yeah, things, yeah. And, that, and that becomes a whole other...
1: But didn't George Costanza kind of have a, like great success from doing the opposite of his intuition? Well, exactly. yeah, right, exactly. Right? Right. <laughs>
0: right. so. Not what I expected to come up. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, that's an example. the go. yeah, <laughs> <there's, laughs> nice conversation goes in a direction, right? Nice. Yeah. So when coming up with the, the ideas, the seeds, but whatever you want to call them for the actual the written parts or, or the written concepts, I guess, was there uh, an overall concept for the album as a whole that you were trying to go, sonically or, or theme-wise or you know, feel-wise that you were hoping to do across the entire CD or was it sort of each one as an individual? Uh, loosely there's maybe
1: a theme, like I said, like most of them are coming from electronic uh,
3: right. yeah. music
1: yeah. that I'm enjoying. And then, yeah, then I've been kind of experimenting with this idea of, of, of not having something defined as a key, uh, a musical key. Maybe it would be, you know, three notes from one chord, but two notes that are definitely not in that chord. Right. Which means it's almost, I was thinking about the other day, it's almost like a crossword puzzle where you have like one word, and you find a way to have a, com- you know, a word that could be from wherever associated yeah. with it, just crossing through. And then, so, you know, so the I think the album kind of has a lot of that Kind of sound in it, where it's never fully one place. Okay. Um, but then we just went to see what would happen, you know, uh, in the in the studio. And I guess the album is kind of some of the things that are a little bit more, um, I guess, atonal. Okay. You know. Um, yeah, I can
0: hear that in there for sure, yeah,
1: yeah. And then, yeah, and then just for whatever reason, they seem to kind of turn out better that day. And then some of the more tonal stuff is just in our, in our repertoire now.
0: Right. So The stuff that didn't get used for the, for the actual album, yeah.
1: Yeah, but mostly it was an experiment. Uh, you know, playing with the double quartet is always, to me, an experiment.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I it's just based on the. Sure. The, the most people,
1: well, I, I think
2: we should clarify that, because most people think atonal means chaotic. Right. But it doesn't. It just means there's no key center, right? Right, which means you, you don't know what the last note should be, so you have to figure right? out what works. Well, right? well, it's just it's just it's just not structured that way. But it's still very thematic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks, there's, sure. there's still yeah. hooks. Right. There's still things that you'll go, you, you know you'll you can. But it's not random. You're yeah, true. it's not yeah. random. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 Atonal is just a technical term. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's still it's you know they're based on very very um, articulate grooves and, and motifs and stuff like that so still it's you you will hear hooks you will hear right you know melodies you'll hear you know groovy things that you know perpetuate themselves so
1: yeah, it wouldn't actually, it wouldn't be free jazz, it no, wouldn't be right. noise, it wouldn't be sound art, it wouldn't be any of those yeah. things, it's not, right. it's right. not right. like that.
2: Right, it's very, very recognizable as music.
1: Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although some of that stuff can be really good, but...
3: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> No, 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 right. no disrespect to those no, things. Yeah, sure, no disrespect sure. to yeah, those yeah, things. we do all, no. all those Right, yeah. Respect, right. right. Those, yeah.
0: yeah. So what, um, yeah. Well, you mentioned the electronic yeah. stuff that was influencing you, are there particular artists that you were listening to that kind
1: of. Boards of Canada is like one of my favorites of all time. Ten years I've been listening to them and always coming back to them is just great. They're so great compositionally. Yeah. Um, there's one thing on the on the album that's totally lifted from Caribou, um, Amon Tobin, I really enjoy. Okay. Um, uh, there's probably others, but those are just the ones off the top of my head. And is that stuff
0: always kind of seeped in, the influences and into your stuff, or is this specific for this project?
1: Well, lately, the, yeah. there's some things I've done with the trio that are kind of, I'm borrowing. Just some of those, maybe Boards of Canada, the way they can be so minimal and so melodic Uh, but it's something that i just kind of realized lately i kind of looked at what i was listening to and realized that actually yeah i do like electronic music and a lot of it and i have for a while i just kind of maybe underestimated like oh yeah i'm a jazz guy and then one day i kind of noticed like yeah i think this boards of canada cd is my favorite cd and i've had it for 10 years and so it was kind of i didn't even notice and now i'm just kind of thinking oh, i should kind of explore that then if it's actually such a big part of what i've been enjoying
0: but that's kind of a i guess an sort of ongoing thing with you right not the electronic stuff but that the fact that you're bringing in so many different styles of music into what you're doing totally yeah so it's not surprising i guess that the electronic thing would be would be there yeah it's it's
1: just like i guess the Flavor du jour, <laughs> right, right,
0: right. and so for the rest of you. I mean, I, I feel bad keeping the rest of you. Yes, yes, one but... <laughs> of you here, but representing the rest. You are the only one here. They, they are speaking through. Yes, Channeling. When that, I mean, when that stuff influences, influences the writing, yeah. does any of that come through into what you're hearing when you're hearing the demos, or when it's being, when it's being explained to you, kind of, uh, you know, here's, here's the, the idea for the song?
2: Yeah, I actually, you know, Keith suggested some things to listen to. Okay. And so I listened to So them. just to get a, and, uh, the idea of
0: the feel he was going for, sort of, or?
2: Well, just to have an idea where he was coming from. Right. And um, I didn't think any of it was better than what we did, but... Nonetheless, <laughs> it's,
3: really good. it's really good I, I have different
1: taste. <laughs> That's all good though. It's all good, and some of the guys might not have even listened to the, uh, yeah. you right. know, some of that but, stuff. But all, and...
2: all of it's connected, right?
1: So, sure, yeah. so when, so when I, you know,
2: when when I, you know, I'm, I'm like a generation, right. older than most of the guys in the band. Right? Okay. So, yeah. so like, this when when I reference this stuff, it's all Miles Davis. Sure. So like, you know, Miles Davis. Uh, Bitches Brew, yeah, 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 you know, electric band, uh, Herbie Hancock from the '70s, um, you know, Keith Jarrett quintet from the '70s. Right. Um, so that that's like my frame of reference for this kind of this way of doing things, right? It, which is like completely compatible.
0: Sure, it's just a for generation sure. later, do, games, yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. just
2: it's just the material changes and morphs a little bit, but it's it's it, you know it's all
0: yeah it's all accessible. It's all easy to get to. Okay. You know, um, the show you're doing at, at Rainbow Trout. Have you played there before?
1: Yes, we did uh, four years ago.
0: How did it go over? It just seems like I was looking at the lineup. Okay, okay, like all us. these bands. <laughs> and <I'm> like, that's <laughs> going to be cool. Like I yeah, 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 I
1: think they enjoyed us. They totally we loved, loved it. Us. Yeah, we, we loved it. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, that's probably a different audience than you usually have, right? Or is it completely yeah, different? very different. Yeah, and
1: that's why for me, it's I'm thankful to yeah. play there. Yeah,
0: because I feel like
1: especially the double quartet is could be really accessible to lots of. Uh, omniferous music listeners. For sure, yeah. Right? Well, there's you know?
0: such a diverse lineup anyway, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's exactly. exactly. And I
1: love that. And we've talked about yeah. that before. about yeah. being a great thing. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like to perpetuate that, uh, you know, cross genre. Yeah, You know, or yeah, just, yeah. Or yeah. just yeah. breaking yeah. down those bar- those barriers that they're, they're not useful. This,
2: this music sits well in a lot of different places.
0: I can see that. Yes.
1: Yeah. So we're happy to be part of it. It's going to yeah. be great.
0: How much fun is it to actually travel with the size of the band? Oh, it's awesome. Is it is it, yeah. is it a actually? <laughs> Well yeah.
1: man we were so lucky on this last tour nothing nothing went wrong on the tour but the budget worked out Basically. for me perfectly. I was like I couldn't have asked for a better trip. We had two, two rented vehicles and, Yeah, I
0: guess you have to
1: right? yeah. Yeah. and I uh, had very gracious in-laws <laughs> you know that put up the whole band more <laughs> or less but uh, oh it's fun it's fun it's yeah. worth it it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. Even just when we get to rehearsal and I, and the two drummers and the two bass players all start playing together, I love this heaviness of the of the rhythm there. Yeah, I could just listen to the four of them go. Yeah, you know why don't we have more drummers and bass players? <laughs> Those are yeah. some of the most exciting parts of it, right? So, yeah, so it's worth. Whatever hassles uh, okay. having eight people is it
0: a deterrent at all from touring further with this size of a group? Like, I mean, yes, the costs I imagine would oh, be yeah, good, yeah. pretty prohibitive. Yeah, pretty yeah. Really
1: yeah, we'd have to get this. This last one we were able to do it with the uh, with the support of the of the of the jazz club in Edmonton, the right. Yardbird Suite, who are amazing. Other than that, we'd have to have uh, Canada Council touring grants uh,
0: just to be able to to be able to game. do anything else yeah.
1: besides that. So maybe we will we'll apply and see if we can. Do that, but yeah, it would, it would be necessary.
0: <laughs> and then, I guess, a follow up to that is is it at all possible to play any of this material with a smaller version of the band, or is it mm-hmm. you have, have you experimented with that? Like, uh...
1: yeah, well, um, four people of the band were doing a gig in uh, April, like a coffee house gig at Fools and Horses, okay. And we're having a great night, and we pulled out some of this stuff, and it went over, and people loved it, and we had fun playing it, so I think you could just do it with. Solo would be weird because you have right. no yeah. reference. Right, right, right. But I think yeah, yeah, it, it could totally work for a small group for, for sure. sure. But
0: I imagine that changes it significantly, though. Just the overall. Well, yeah, it's a way different. it's a
2: smaller palette. Right, right. Also, yeah.
1: But imagine having you know three, four people around a dinner table, and then yeah. like when you get together on like Thanksgiving, you have eight. The whole family. Or, family right? yeah, 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 it just yeah. changes. That's that's just the way it changes. Right, right. but you can
0: still be talking about the same subject. Just to go back yeah. to the conversation metaphor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but there is something really quite um,
2: um, on another level right. when you yeah. have the double rhythm section.
0: Yeah, but yeah, for, sure, for yeah. sure. that's just yeah,
1: yeah. It's my favorite part too. It's, it's,
0: yeah, <laughs> like you that, yeah, Well, yeah. that's that's what really makes it special. Right. Yeah. Right. Because that it, yeah. makes sense for sure. There's a lot of bands that will have you know mm. even like four or five horn players and right. multiple guitarists sort of. But yeah, the right. double rhythm section is is fairly unusual, I guess, in general. I mean, not yeah. necessarily for jazz, but just yeah. you know most yeah. people people at Rainbow Trout aren't going to see that. Than any right. band, I don't think so. Right. Yeah, for probably, example, right. like, probably, yeah. 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 i say must yeah. must be fun to, to set that up. Yeah. Just, <laughs> the, the stage setup must be. Uh, oh
3: yeah, yeah, it's, it's totally
1: cool. Yeah, we usually set up like in a stereo pattern, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, right. Like natural uh, or whatever. So, yeah, it's great. And you know, whether the two drummers are doing the same thing, it just mm-hmm. emphasizes it. Or sometimes they each do part of the pattern. Right. And it's just coming at you left and right, but it's two different people with two different sensibilities, two different drum kits, two different yeah. ways of playing. Like the, the two drummers, Kevin and Jaime on the album, play drastically different. Right. I, I love it, I love but it. But it
0: works, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things i always wondered about the idea of a double quartet, because it sounds, I don't think this is what it is, but it sounds like you have two quartets and you just push <laughs> them together, but it's not, right? I mean, it's not two separate groups. It's, everyone is the, the full, the full whole. Are there certain people who have played together like frequently and are, are pretty in tune with each other? Well, oh, for
1: sure, like Jaime and Marty have a twenty, thirty-year history, oh, wow. okay. and Julian uh, and I have a almost twenty-year history. Right, but you mentioned yeah, the and time then you, you, and, and, you yeah. and Jeff and Julian play together in all kinds of different ways. Okay, and, mm-hmm. and Jeff and Neil play in the in the Winnipeg Jazz Orchestra together. And so
0: that helps, obviously.
1: There's the tons system. of uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've
0: all the, the only
2: person I was playing with for the first time was Marty. I mean, when we got together
0: mm-hmm. four years ago, yeah, right. What's yeah. Sorry, but yeah. I was gonna say it's, it's funny because I, uh, I frequently just, in doing this show for as long as I have been, there's a lot of people that I keep seeing in various mm. episodes with different mm. groups. I mean, regardless of what type of music it is, I could have someone on one year and the next year they're back twice with two different bands. Right. And I always think of the music scene as being extremely incestuous in that way, where everyone's in each other's bands. But the jazz scene, because it's smaller, like a smaller subset of that seems like it's even more to the point where everyone's on each other's records. It's just it's well, all jazz th- scenes are like. This. But yeah, it makes sense. All yeah, jazz yeah for sure. But that's the nature of a jazz scene, right? Because you're all yeah. individual players who fit yeah. yeah. into each other's yeah. projects. Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: That's yeah. That's, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. So who, um, like, do you think that this this CD is gonna gonna attract? I mean, obviously, the Trout audience is different from maybe the the usual jazz audience. But do you think there's is there anything sonically about it that you think will appeal to an outside audience, outside of jazz audience. Oh, absolutely. That uh, absolutely, yeah. And then I guess the follow up yeah. to that would be, what, what about it? Do you think it works? Will work on on, a, on the level that people who maybe have never given jazz a chance and wouldn't even think to listen to this will, hey, pick it up and you know get something from it.
1: Well, like for starters, since everything has been taken from electronic music, like everything's danceable.
0: Right. For sure. Yeah. yeah so super groovy. Right. Everything mm-hmm. is danceable. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get that yeah. kind of element. I guess, yeah, that, that would probably go well with out too.
1: Yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe they won't dance, but if they do, like that would be that would be awesome. So yeah. So that's that, you know, uh, like, so that, you know, that would hopefully be one, one facet. Uh,
0: mm.
2: Well, there's a lot of hot playing on it. People right. like hot playing. They do,
0: they know? do, yeah, yeah. So yeah it's, it's exciting in any genre. They just yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. It. like right to see
2: people who are burning. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess the whole eight people doing it. <laughs> this. Yeah. Is yeah. maybe yeah. even better <laughs> to step up, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's
1: like, I don't know. It's it's kind of, and aesthetically, it doesn't sound like a traditional jazz record. Right. Which, those are great, but maybe people have already kind of heard that or think they've, they've heard that or they're not willing to give that a chance. This doesn't have that kind of aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, somewhere, some kind of rock, funk, electronic, experimental, a little bit. Uh, so I don't know. I I don't imagine it would be mainstream. No, anyway, that's way. not what you're aiming for, anyway, right? <laughs> but so, like, yeah. uh, you know, I think of anyone who listens to campus and community radio, I think anyone w- might w- might enjoy it.
0: Right, because they're already attuned to the, they can hear something that's unusual. Just yeah, or just, day, just, right. just the
1: variety of, of right. music. You right. know, I, so I, I think all those types of folks. Sure. you know, real music geeks yeah, <laughs> as, well. For sure. as well as people who could maybe want to, you know, dance to it. That would be awesome.
0: Which is hopefully people who listen to the podcast are music geeks. You well, yeah, as We as hope as so. As <laughs> so. Most people, tell, like me that, yeah. <laughs> Most people tell me they listen to other people in other bands anyway, so it oh, okay. <laughs> definitely uh, appeals to people within the music scene, which is co- which is cool, right? But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. I had a question for you, and I, when I just was saying that, it popped in my head, but I will think about it in a minute. <laughs> um, Oh yeah, I was going to ask you about the, uh, this is self-released, right? Yes. And um, it's all, it looks like you're doing all of the, uh, you know, promotional stuff on your own DIY, everything like that. Um, how, how much work is that to release this album? Because I mean, in other genres of music, that's kind of the, the norm, right? I mean, punk rock, for example, people are putting out CDRs, tapes, whatever, and that's just how you do it. You don't even think about working with the label. Is that fairly common in the jazz scene as well? Or is it uh, mm-hmm. because of just the way Music is now. I mean, or I mean, have you, did you consider going to a label with this, or is this always going to be a self release DIY kind of?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't consider it. I'm not sure what label. If I knew the label to approach about it,
0: right. I would. Right. Is, like, is there a label for this? Is there something? Some but there, and there must be. I just there really I don't aren't really know. aren't any
2: jazz labels
0: anymore. Right. Yeah. I guess there's Almost. not a lot of labels in. Yeah. I mean, labels. anything
2: that that counts as a jazz label is really just someone doing it themselves for a few other
0: people right or some kind right. of prestige thing re-releasing classic yeah game. or 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 an, an,
2: an accumulator of some kind, right basically a website right right, right. Know, like, like
3: someone finding old live or recordings something. or whatever and yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah but um yeah so this is the way it's done now
3: it
1: yeah I, I think that now, now that i have this you know product or whatever yeah i think i'm i'm planning to do a lot of cold calling yeah uh, with festivals and things outside of Canada, and I'm just going to throw it throw it all at the wall and see if anything sticks. So, I mean, so it would be really nice much. to work with some people because, yes, it's a lot of, you know, it, all, as every artist knows, you know, yeah. it takes, it's a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, so it would be nice if there was some kind of yeah, assistance somewhere.
0: Yeah. Is that how you've done all your albums All about yes. The album for, DIY
1: for sure, DIY For yeah. sure. For and sure. And I've never applied for a grant either. Uh, people, I once told people that I got a grant. Like in jazz, you can often, you know, or yeah, I guess a lot of genres you can apply for funding.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've but had a couple singers on here get, you know, tons of funding. And, yeah. yeah.
1: So I always tell people, oh, I, I got grants from Visa. They're like, yeah, Visa gives grants. Yeah, twenty percent interest.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So yeah, I mean, and I, I also edited and mixed this this one, which was hard. Yeah, I bet, <laughs> for I bet. me. I bet. Uh, but it's it's fun to learn. It is it's fun doing it. Yourself too, right? Yeah. In a way. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. It's hard sure. work. Yeah. So, do you? Uh, you mentioned editing just now. Like, how long are these tracks before they get into the finished product? I mean, are they. I imagine you probably have pretty heavy-duty length recordings on some of these, or is it just you figure it out as you're going, and that's the length it is? Like, do you have to cut sort of the section out that you want to use as the, as the track? Or?
1: No, they they weren't like super super long jams. Okay. They were more more concise, like what you hear uh the editing there wasn't tons i just kind of tweaked things here and there uh mostly like tried to figure out how to mix right. uh the eight, eight instruments yeah <laughs> which you know i learned a lot and uh you know and, and but you know now i think to myself oh i can't wait to do the next one right because i'll be able to mix that one even better right because you've had
0: the experience now yeah,
1: yeah every time i think the same thing so uh but yeah no it was um yeah, they're pretty close to this, whatever the, the lengths were in the studio.
0: Okay. Yeah, That's cool. How do you know when you're recording it? How do you know when to wrap it up? Like, how do you know when, <laughs> when it's kind of like, because you know, obviously it's the day of you, if you're playing, right, and you're, you're <laughs> improvising and the thing is, yeah. it's, it's yeah. going on for as long as it goes on for. Like, yeah. is there a point where people start, like, how do you decide that?
1: I gave everyone kind of carte blanche to just play. Okay. And then if something was too long, I could take it out. We right, had, okay. we had We had good separation. Okay. So we all had that kind of safety net. but then we just played, and, we, and, and mostly we just kind of self-regulated and everything was good.
0: Yeah.
1: It just turned out that way.
0: And it's the same thing live too, like you just yeah. kind of, everyone sort of just reads the, reads the rest of the, the band yeah. and decides yeah. what mm-hmm. That's cool. Because yeah, I've come up um, recently a few times uh, with some people playing instrumental music, not necessarily jazz music, but... Uh, and it's the same kind of thing too, right? Because. If you're playing a very, sort of, more typical pop, rock, whatever song, it's got a very obvious structure that everyone can kind of recognize as, you know, verse, chorus, verse, bridge, whatever, right? But this is a lot more open-ended and and it just seems, I've always wondered about that because there's not a obvious ending necessarily to the listener, where, you know, okay, last chorus, they're going to fade out <laughs> whenever mm-hmm. it's going to end, right? So, yeah, it's just uh, something that I always think about, like, how do they, <laughs> how do you figure out that this is over? Or, yeah, even even the sections of it, I mean, it's it just it seems daunting <laughs> but yeah.
1: again though it's still right. back to the uh, conversation analogy right yeah, yeah. i know it all sense. of a sudden you're you're just all of a sudden in your mind you're like why am i talking so much about the weather i need to, start, <laughs> right, I need to right, shut up right, right. for a minute right.
3: Right. and you know
1: right. you just you right. just do that you know right. you just right. do that hopefully <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. right right hopefully right. we do right. that right.
2: And, and there's a, there's such a long tradition in uh jazz of letting one player come up sure to the front and the other players kind of then. Step back and support that player. Right. You know, the whole solo and accompany things. But that's
0: not that's not pre. Right. It's not,
2: it's not pre-established, but it's but it's but it's got deep, deep roots. So you're sure. very much inclined to let that happen.
0: Right. Right. Because you've been playing for so long, and this is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So so so
2: one person's up, kind of taking the lead. You know, basically playing the embellished melody, right. right, or whatever they're coming up coming up with, and and the other people are responding to them, and then and then, you know. It, Good players have a sense of when they've said enough. Right? Sure, and that, sure. And then, so then they let it go and someone else picks it up. Right? So, and, and when that energy is all dissipated, then that usually is when we feel like settling down into something. And once it settles down into something, then it can either set itself down yeah. or take off somewhere else. Right, right
3: and keep so, going. Yeah. Yeah.
0: listening to jazz but I, i've never i mean i've played in bands before but that's it's out of my realm of, of knowledge of how of to actually i mean i played in bands that have jammy sections too but mm-hmm. not i mean this is different <laughs> it's, it's mm-hmm. a different mm-hmm. level because it's, yeah. it's considerably more structured even the stuff i was doing like you know in weird noise punk bands and stuff like it was mm-hmm. still there's a basic idea it's going to be about three minutes long you know mm-hmm. and this part is a bunch of feedback or whatever but it's mm-hmm. still yeah within like a, a very specific constraint so yeah so it's, uh, it, it's yeah. Why I like talking to you last time too, because <laughs> it's, it's very interesting, and I feel, so, I feel bad for people who are already like, way into this and are listening to this because they want to hear about your album, and they're like, always oh, this guy asking all these stupid questions about <laughs> uh, how jazz works. But like, a yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a good conversation. Yeah. It's a good conversation,
1: yeah. I don't think it's yeah. as different as you might think. No, yeah, it probably you know, isn't. The because the
2: yeah. there's like a continuum of, there's like the, the composition improvisation continuum, yeah. right? So like on one side, there's like you write down every single note, yeah. which is kind of the classical model and then right. on the other side there's the complete free improv thing right but there's, there's an entire con- continuum you know between between. that so sure. you know the, the thing about jazz especially the kind of jazz that we're doing is that you can you have that whole spectrum right. to work with right you, you can go from like like big band music where pretty much every note is written yeah, yeah, all yeah. the way to Ornette Coleman where nothing is written down right. right or even or you know or the kind of stuff that we do where nothing is preconceived. Right, we, you just start playing and see what happens. Right, but then, you know, every increment between those two um, points is available. Right, there's a lot of right. there's a lot of right a lot of stuff. Right, steps right. right. so there. so you could have, you could have something where, you know, some of it's written down and then you say for two minutes we're going to jam and then right you, you and can then go back to the right, which is okay. what you're talking about. Or you could say you know something's written down or something's predetermined and then we just work with it until it seems to have had its natural life right, right? Mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah. yeah
0: so with the uh the stuff that that didn't make the album is that do you still have those recordings like do you, do you are you holding onto those for a future yeah i'm not sure thing? what i'm going to
1: do with them but yeah I, I i i have them and i don't know if i'll you know we'll, we'll do those songs again someday or uh I don't know, I have this like pipe dream of like actually taking one of them and then like making an electronic piece, like okay. taking our session and sampling it all.
0: That's kind of cool. Uh, and doing the, something
1: yeah. T- yeah. totally different, like completely determined from it. Um, but they're fun to play live. Uh, right. So they still exist in, in live form. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll definitely play them at the, at the, at the shows, we, you know, and it's, yeah, like I was saying, some of them ended up being, you know, highlights of our shows in Edmonton. Right. But they just weren't, they just didn't click on the day. In, this, in the studio in the same way as the other ones. Sure. Just for whatever reason, but. Uh,
0: do you so- um, do you record a lot of the live shows too? Like, I mean, do you uh, kind of keep as a, sort of a record of where, where the song went in this particular day, or uh, is we it? We have some
1: iPhone recordings. Okay. I wish I did more, but then sometimes, I had so much on my mind when we were uh, traveling that I just like to, to think of having a recorder and having batteries and stuff was just too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to have, have everything recorded, but. Yeah. I just have too many hats to wear but did you guys maybe brought something every time
2: well but we did <laughs> and then we had some yeah it just didn't work for the same reason
1: right, right? too many things to worry about right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right show. Yeah, yeah. i think
2: like four of us brought possible recording devices and none of us we're able to get them to you know, and I'm, and I'm work a little for bit, the entire I'm show. I'm
1: a little bit superstitious about <laughs> it, too. Sometimes I feel like when it's not recorded, it's like, yeah. oh, that was the best. Yeah. Well, maybe it'd be, I don't know. Maybe, oh, it's, because you missed yeah, yeah. maybe it's because there was no uh, device, you know, mm-hmm. watching us or, or, you know.
0: There's so no even subconscious right. pressure that something's being. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally. So maybe I need, need to like find like maybe there could be like a service where like you could get like strangers to like record your show. Right. And, and then just give it to you later. Right? Like, you know, oh, it was it, you! Yeah. I didn't know you were the one with the recorder. Or whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, the reason I asked too is because a lot of people I've been talking to lately in various genres have been doing that, where they just you know they're having a practice. They record the entire thing, and then they go back and find bits that that, that fit, and that, that work, and yeah, yeah that's and a results. very
2: common way of working. Yeah, it seems like yeah. now just the yeah, ease absolutely. of doing it too, right? Because you can oh, yeah.
0: record it like this, you can yeah get a laptop with them, yeah, yeah, anything, yeah, sure. like it, sure. so. And that's you
2: know going back to Miles Davis, that's how he
3: right, did a lot of people, all, yeah, even on of tapes, tapes of and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's how they did. Yeah, the, the um, bitches you? grew up,
1: bitches sure. grew
0: and you know the several after that, right? Yeah. But yeah, let uh, you should just find a way to get someone to do it in the audience. <laughs> you don't have the pressure. Yeah, exactly. Get. I
1: need a system or
0: whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so where uh, where can people find the album? Obviously, shows you know buy, buying live shows would be a good way to do it. But is there anywhere else they can get it now online?
1: Uh, well, it's gonna be uh, the iTunes pre-sale is on the sixteenth of okay. June. So
0: by the time this comes out, that'll already be.
1: Oh yeah, and then so yeah, and then it'll be on Spotify, CD Baby, and iTunes cool. for digital, and then physical be at shows. And probably physical at uh, McNally Robinson.
0: Oh, awesome! That, that seems like a good fit. They yeah, have a pretty big yeah. jazz section. Yeah. Do you? But, um, I mean, uh, is physical? Is something you always wanted to do with this project? At it physically, or? I mean, yeah,
1: but like, you know, it's quite an investment, and, it is, and yeah, like, yeah. it's hard to sell. And I don't know. Uh, I'd love to make LPs, really, but like, mm. with my budget. I probably should, uh, you know, if actually if campus and community community radio let me submit digital to every
0: yeah.
1: campus station, I probably wouldn't print them right. because I don't have the money. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> but well, yeah,
1: you know yeah. what I mean. But it, it, but physicals, you know, it's it's still really nice to have. It's, it's, a, it's weird a, yeah. to not have a, it, it a physical really, yeah. copy of something.
0: Yeah, well, I'm on board with that for sure. Like I, I, I definitely I talk about this all the time on the show that I still listen only to physical. I don't have a digital library of music. I mean, mm. I have like thousands of CDs, but and records and tapes and stuff. But I never for some reason. I feel weird listening to something I don't have the. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I like to sit down and look at the liner notes, You've never read them seven thousand times before. It's just like oh, okay, well, this is how, how I listen to music. Yeah. But is there? Um, I know certain genres have audiences that are more kind of accepting of, of certain like, media for their albums. I mean, uh, you can go back to you know punk metal things like that. Tapes have always been a, a big part of that because it's just an easy way you can dub it yourself. You can you know sell them for a couple bucks. Uh, Hip hop, obviously vinyl for singles and things like that. Like, is there a country people still love CDs, even though CDs are kind of on the down downswing? I mean, is there still a market for jazz physical media, or is it going the way of everything else? I, I really don't know the answer to that.
1: I don't know if there's well, really much of a market for jazz in
3: any form.
1: But I'm probably. The who is buying is uh, older generation in general. Who still has CDs. Who probably want CDs. Right, right. In 2011, I made a uh, Gaia Goya, and I wasn't able to get them printed before the release show, and so I had download cards. Yeah. That did not go over well.
0: People weren't having that, no?
1: And that was, you know, six years ago. But, right. But, so maybe it would be different today, but, yeah, it was not a good thing. Everyone was like, just
0: well, buy it when it come, when you get the real ones yeah. later.
1: No, this is kind of did real you still. But, but no, it wasn't. Yeah. Right, but...
0: Well, what about the two of you? I mean, do you listen to music, uh, do you still listen to a lot of physical music, or is it mostly in the digital m- mode now? I, I
2: mostly listen digital just because it's easy. It's a convenience, yeah. But I have, a, I have a huge record collection, I have a huge CD collection. Yeah. But, um, it's, but it's mostly just there. <laughs> right. And I, right. But I can't part
0: with it. Of course, yeah, no. Right? Uh, yeah. And I don't
1: know. I pawn a lot of my CDs. <laughs> well, not pawn, I send them to, uh, whatchamacallit, around the corner, and use that money to buy LPs. So I'm kind of like Spotify and LPs. Right, mm-hmm. right. Just because it's like it's a vast library on Spotify, it I is, just, yeah. as a music nerd, I can't turn away from it. And it's pretty convenient, and it sounds still pretty good. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, makes sense, fair enough. I think that's fairly common, actually, is yeah. those two, right? Because, the I mean, LPs are, are becoming popular again. Well, they have been for a while now. And yeah. Spotify seems to be the standard. I just, for whatever reason, can't do it. I don't know. I, I feel like having that much at my disposal at all times is, is going like, to explode, explode my brain or something. It is, it
1: is tricky <laughs> to yeah. like, yeah. To, to actually sit and listen to something enough to really know it though.
0: Right. Because you have so many options, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you have your, your it's shelves you know what's on your shelves. and right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right.
1: Some of the best listening I probably ever did was when I was 13 and only had five CDs. For sure. Like yeah. well, you, yeah, you, yeah. you know them. Yeah. And so yeah. it's important to yeah. not forget that in the digital age, but it's so easy to forget that.
0: Right. Because you could just press a button and get it. And every See, I
1: could listen to every single album by that person. You could, or every single
0: album by anyone, pretty much, It's somewhere on there you can yeah. yeah, find it. Exactly,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Have you, uh, this is totally off topic from that, but <laughs> have you actually listened to the uh, original soundtrack to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly yet? <laughs> <laughs> no. I just remember the last time I spoke with you, you, you hadn't actually listened to it yet, so. Yeah, but you
1: know, I have a copy on uh, DVD, and uh thanks for uh yeah, reminding <laughs> me.
3: because
1: I think, I think that's probably gonna get retired. Yeah. I think that's uh so so now I'm like happy. To now you can to listen it. to it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: <laughs> what uh what's the reason for retiring? You just kinda of play this course or Yeah, well like it had two runs, you know, right. and uh one fairly recently, right? One was uh, J- exactly
1: you yeah. did in Winnipeg and in Edmonton. Yeah, I kinda of feel like it's time to kind of just put it put it away. Um and like i don't know if i'm getting old or now that i'm a father the violence of the film bothers me in yeah. a way that it didn't bother me five years ago right right not that it bothers me but it's like i really well i'm presenting this yeah fair like, enough i don't know it. if i want to present all the shooting it's actually <laughs> quite a bit of shooting in the movie yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like it's still kind of you know cartoon-esque or whatever yeah.
0: in a way, but well I compared mean, to today's movies yeah it's definitely yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Of goofy, i though. mean that's not the only reason that's
1: one of the things i've thought about so yeah but hey you can always come out of retirement any you sure, sure. want.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you think listening to the real one might influence if it comes out of retirement again? Like is that going to ruin it for you if you have finally, you know. Well maybe, maybe, and I know
1: that it's so iconic that I was probably just shake my head and go like, oh, I can't believe I ever. Right, my, you thought my, yeah, my, you had
2: the audacity. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> yeah.
1: My wife was like, you know, like, how, like, are, are, you're kind of a jerk if you're like redoing that film, aren't you? <laughs> I kind of like. I the forget concept, what word she reading. used, but you know, so. Yeah, I kind of just felt kind of feel silly for myself probably when I listen to it,
0: but it was good I like the idea of taking something so iconic and just avoiding it like being like, you know Completely away from the actual thing and doing something because it's well It was just kind of for fun
1: an art project, you know, Yeah,
0: so it's a cool idea Well, I think a lot of people know of you from that too I think that's I I don't know if that's reflected in people who are coming to your shows and are talking to you about your music But I mean, I definitely know people who have heard of you because of that project. Oh, and cool. then I've like, been, oh, hey, I heard that guy on your podcast. He did that thing. I saw that, you know, whatever. Yeah. So oh, right on. it's, uh, I guess it gave you a bit of notoriety maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Within <laughs> the spaghetti Western community. Yeah. Uh, there's such a, community, well, are you, it's it's a great think community. The spaghetti Western community we want to string us up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They'd, yeah, yeah they might be the most vocal against it, yeah.
1: I read the comments section, uh, there was a little blurb of it in the Free Press four years ago, and yeah. the, the comments were ruthless. Really? You <laughs> have a young man who doesn't pay, like, dues to his older, like, yeah. the older yeah. Oh yeah, I can see that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's all good. Yeah. Maybe we'll do another yeah. film. My, uh...
0: what else haven't you seen?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you well, look at that do... top one hundred movies all time in, list or
2: whatever. Special yeah. Yeah. In, specialize in Morricone sounds. Yeah, yeah, I just, that we don't
3: know. just do <laughs> another
1: one. Yeah. yeah, we
0: do a lot. You have a lot to choose from there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A yeah. friend of mine said uh, Lost in Translation that uh, Bill Murray. Oh yeah. That oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it, but long ago that I forget it. So. Yeah, enough well, action. No, no. Well, then the music would be different, though, right? Yeah, I
2: guess. But good, the bad, and the ugly. It was. I mean, for me, it's like. I remember when it came out, I wasn't allowed to see it because right. it was so violent. Right? <laughs> but, But it's so beautiful. It is. it's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the, and, and without the soundtrack and without the dialogue, I mean, there's no dialogue either. Then it's all just yeah. visual.
0: Well, and and, there's a lot of scenes that have no dialogue in that movie anyway. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like long scenes that are just, yeah. you know, it's just, so just it, music, so. It's, it's a little surreal, but, yeah. but it's a very, very absorbing experience.
2: Yeah. Like, you know. I I had some friends who came to the show, um, the the recent show, um, who knew the movie quite well, and they just were totally absorbed in it in a completely different way. Yeah, you know, much more like a like a trip.
0: That's fair. (laughs) It reminds me of that Pink Floyd thing with um, Alice in Wonderland, right? The, the, uh, yes, it, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's the same kind yeah. of idea because it's like something that yeah. shouldn't fit but it does fit and yeah, it's yeah, and, very and, different and from the... Yeah. It puts you in a completely different place. Yeah, different, totally that blew different.
1: my mind. That's yeah, crazy. I I saw crazy. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But this isn't that different, really. I mean, it's... No, it's, it's very... It's, yeah, yeah, except that... It's I was kind
1: of thinking about that, actually, at, yeah. at some point in the, yeah. in the journey except,
2: of it. Except this is quite intentional. Yeah, of course. Right yeah, That was just coincidence. We track the movie. Right, right. Then things change in the movie and we change right of course it's a little yeah.
1: different yeah. but the pink floor thing plays out for about 10 minutes it's mm-hmm. totally synced there are yeah. a couple
0: points where it's a couple points where it doesn't work but there's a few points where it's it's, it's shocking that they didn't plan it out because yeah it's, well,
1: I don't believe well, them I, I personally don't believe them yeah, that yeah. they say but yeah. uh, I, well, we'll never know maybe I don't believe them I think they did it It but seems very as a starting point, maybe, but yeah. maybe not. Maybe but, but it's but
2: not a... part of the aesthetic here that we didn't know, right? Of course.
3: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I right. right. right.
1: yeah, yeah, mean,
2: yeah, there's yeah, no, right. there's no pretense that. Right.
1: right. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, but, uh, but there's still a lot
2: of
0: improvisation. Sure. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, oh yeah. It actually, we didn't. I didn't write that much for it, anyways. We're mostly just watching and reacting and playing yeah, yeah. together.
0: So yeah. did you have it just on some TVs while you were just sitting there and mm-hmm. kind of going with whatever came up from it, or with, I mean? How <laughs> no no I don't think it's all about no, the movie. There's a but, score. There's a score. There's a the score was written like a Well yeah, but it's the same but kind it's of seeds. It's, it's yeah, the
1: same yeah. skeleton uh yeah. things where it's like, yeah. you know, he's gonna some the guy pulls the gun, does this, and then there's like eight minutes where you have these three chords Okay, or fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, as someone who really loves that movie, I I've I, I missed the show. I wasn't able to go to it. But I've seen the, the video on the internet mm-hmm. that combines the two and it works. It works. It oddly works. Because <laughs> I've seen it enough times that I'm used to certain music cues, right, happening yeah. and they don't, they don't happen. <laughs> they
1: <But laughs> it definitely don't happen.
0: But something new happens and it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like this, it's like a weird, jazz version of like the whole matchup culture of people, you know, combining mm. genres of music that shouldn't fit and somehow sampling them and make them work, right? So it's very similar, it's cool, mm-hmm. but visually and, and yes. So yeah, I hope you do something. Uh, I hope you do another movie.
1: Well, thanks. We'll I'm up for. I'm open for suggestions any day, guys. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you need to pick something that's iconic. It's not enough as that. And that would get, you know, have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, I love Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> but something like that. Right? I that would be, love to hear a different yeah, soundtrack yeah. to it. That would be, weird. That would be really weird. Might, uh, you might get some hate mail from of that though. That would, oh, yeah. I think I would. quadruple. <laughs> yeah, yeah free. but yeah. the amount of people who would listen to it probably quadruple as well, just because be, yeah, you know right. they want to see how you're destroying their childhood. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that I know too well, I right. would Never. Yeah. Yeah. but that would be, yeah, that would be funny.
0: Something along that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just to uh, to wrap up here, so the album is uh, going to be out by the time people hear this. Uh, they can get it at, at shows, they can get it online as you mentioned. Um, is there someone on the internet that can just find your stuff in general? Where should they go?
1: Uh, I've got all my music up on my website, uh, keithprice.ca, okay. and yeah, I'll put this album up there for streaming.
0: Cool. And it's all there. They can order copies and stuff for download or whatever they need
1: to do. I don't have a, a store. You just nope. can listen to it for free on the okay. website. <laughs>
0: and then track you down. And <laughs>
1: yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. But go on Spotify because I'll make like right, right. Um, 0.001 cent per play on no, Spotify. Buy right. it on iTunes. Buy it on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> That's well, do whatever you want. If you, yeah, you yeah. know, geez, if you listen Good. to it, I'm mm-hmm. flattered, you know, yeah. and
3: appreciative.
0: <laughs> Is there um, anything, whether it's with this, uh, this group or not, that either of you are doing that's coming up in the next few months that you want to you plug or let people know about? Um, I just
2: uh, finished recording a duo album with okay. Julian Bradford, okay. uh, piano and bass, um, all original music. Cool. Um, very much in the kind of Bill Evans, Eddie Gomez sort of vibe. Um, which I'm really looking forward to releasing. When is uh, that? Probably in the fall. Okay. Yeah, just cool. finished tracking.
0: And is that um, is that something you're gonna play shows with? I hope so. Tour I hope so. Cool. Yeah. Anything you got coming up? Or no, it's kind of
1: like the finish line for the for double quartet right now. And
0: right, and the next thing might be something new with it. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the advantage of, of not being a permanent group, right? You can you can go off each of you and do whatever mm-hmm. project is most <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, you know,
1: it's like a, uh, a cycle of like how many, how many years and, sure, yeah. you know, and then after I play with the eight piece, it's like, yeah, I think it's time to do some solo, I might actually do some solo guitar, uh, make, make another solo guitar record.
0: Okay, just which is the opposite, opposite right? Well, yeah, because, you know,
1: but like, uh, I don't know, artists are always kind of, just, uh, what's the, uh, I don't know, I'm always looking for the, for, for something new. But in a way, it's not new. I kind of feel like I'm starting to get into like a five-year cycle now of just like the different ways of doing or, you know, the different explorations. It's just fun to change it up.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, people want to hear more episodes of this show, they can go to witchpolice.com. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, that will be a new website that makes a lot more sense than the current one. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll be able to find all 230, 40, whatever episodes there, uh, including the last one you're on, which was 201, I think. So those are all there for free download and streaming, uh, hopefully forever. <laughs> nice, but you know, because I'm gonna keep doing this as long as I can. So uh, you can also hear us on Monday nights at sorry Sunday nights at midnight on UMFM. and those are old episodes that kind of get a second life. So. Uh, we're recording this now in you know I guess mid-June. When it airs, air to September or something, but it's kinda cool because a lot of the time I'm interviewing people about albums that are about to come out. And then by the time it airs on UMFM, those are already been out for a few months, so people can just go out right out and buy it if they want. So that's kind of a you know extra boost, I guess, for the for the artists who are on the show. Um, I'm also on all the social media stuff. You look up Witch Police is pretty hard to miss. <laughs> it's usually gonna be this. I mean I guess you're As Keith Price everywhere on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff? Yes, yes. And are you uh, on social media or that you want to... Not a lot of social media, but I have a website, uh, jeffpresloff.com. Cool, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, thanks a lot for for having me, guys. Thanks Thanks so much,
1: man. I really appreciate it. it.